You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. All right. Check, check, test, test. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed, the show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed, and a show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. My name is Koji. I am, uh, what am I this weekend? I'm a, ooh, part-time pothead uh, and full-time um uh, non-sexual offender full-time yeah nothing's come out yet not that there's anything to come out but you know what i mean in today's climate who knows and with me as always is my good friend and ladies man andrew patterson hello how's it going it's going okay i the listener obviously can't see this but i feel how kiba looks right now after that crushing crushing defeat Raptors Celtics game just painful to watch for those closing minutes um yeah it's pretty I don't even know the word man it's I mean it's certainly discouraging um there's a real sort of I keep using the term scorched earth I mean you know like fuck these guys but also you know what though? It's like it's like getting to a point where everybody's like, "Yeah, fuck all these guys." Until the next day, they wake up and like their favorite actor or something. It's like, oh, it turns out he too is, you know, a piece of shit. And then they're and you know, it's kind of like for, I think it's good, but it's kind of forcing people to revisit what we talk about. I feel maybe not a lot on the show, yeah, but I certainly, as you know, talk about a lot just in general with athletes and musicians. Like, you know, people are able to. You know, make allowances. Well, everyone has yeah, their own personal line. A, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think of the first time it came up was with the whole Action Bronson thing. Not the first time it came up, but the I remember getting in debates with people where I'm like, "Oh, yeah, Action Bronson. Yeah, he, yeah, he, his lyrics bother you, eh? Oh, he's like a gross dude in real per, in in real life. Like he pushed, you know, like humped this humped a fan on stage or something, and then pushed them into the crowd. I was like, yeah, that's really shitty." I'm sorry, what were those uh, top 40 hits that you love parting to constantly? Were they by, you know, and then you can literally list like all of these people and people are just like, oh, well, that's different. No. It's yeah. Just, it's only different because you've decided that it's different. But the problem now, though, I feel, and I'm kind of afraid for is... Uh, Chris Brown, how does Chris Brown still... But He just released a new album. But you see, people are going to get desensitized, I think. The yeah. same way that, like, not to minimize violence or whatever. We're getting really serious here, but not to yeah. minimize violence or whatever. But, like, mass shootings now are far more common than they've ever been, right? Right. Like, it, you'd be surprised if a quarter went by that there wasn't some sort of mass shooting, right? Certainly, yeah. Was in the States. Alone. Right. Yeah. And when you hear about it, you're like, that's terrible. But every time you hear about it, it's a little bit less shocking, mm-hmm. you know? And people are a little bit less, um, I don't know, like affronted by it. And I, I hope that, uh, you know, w- with the slurry of, of celebrities being, and musicians and whatever, all these people being like outed for 
for being creeps and for being predators and whatever yeah. else like rapists eventually yeah. people aren't just going to be like well you know there's another one i guess yeah you know yeah that's too bad i saw uh this is unrelated we'll get to the stuff that we're going to talk about this week in a minute i saw chris rock last night where what do you mean oh really yeah and uh it it he had two special guests yeah can't remember the first guy's name right now he was great he's hilarious but the second special guest was judah friedlander oh nice it's a great show uh he touched on a lot of this stuff not not maybe not directly you know but um at least the shooting that Judah Friedlander set was, I, th- I would say, a lot more political. Yeah. I was kind of expecting Chris Rock to maybe get a, a bit more into things that I'm used to him talking about in his comedy. But, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not going to go into them now or recount their sets, but there's definitely a lot of uh, bits about just how inane things have gotten, you know? Yeah. But uh, let's talk about some let's talk about some things we gotta love or a thing we gotta love and something a hidden gem something hidden well uh yeah so the hidden gem this week is a movie called radius a canadian movie if i'm not mistaken yes product of quebec yeah quebec's cranking out some arrival some good good shit eh? i mean even if you were to completely not in i don't know why you would but even aside from uh denny Villeneuve, Villeneuve, yeah who's incredible yeah dune yo dude so excited for that now i mean i was kind of excited for it before but i'm particularly excited for it after having seen blade runner several times yeah um finally good dune movie but shots fired (laughs) but they but they uh yeah, anyway, they're putting out, and what, was, didn't they also do Turbo Kid, which was pretty fun? Yeah. It was like Quebec. There's, I don't know, anyway, there's just some, seems like there's just a, a, maybe it's always been there and I just haven't noticed, but like a real globally respected, kind of underrated film scene. Yeah. Coming out of, uh, coming out of Quebec. Uh, the, yeah, this movie, I guess you, synopsis, you could classify it as like a, indie sci-fi sort of thriller yeah of. i mean yeah. sci-fi yeah has to be, I mean, what else it, it kind of reminded me of like a more horror version of uh what was that will smith movie i don't know it, where he's like, like a superhero oh um hancock hancock it was like a more horror version of hancock so yeah. essentially the, the story is uh about this guy who very early on, and I'm not going to spoil the whole movie because there's a there's a twist at the end that I feel like, you know, should not be spoiled. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, even me saying it's, there's a twist is like kind of sucks, but like whatever. <laughs> um, but it's about this guy who pretty early on he wakes up from a car crash. Do, well, no, immediately. But he, Sorry, fi- he figures this out early on, but he oh, doesn't. Yeah. But it happens immediately. He wakes up from a car crash, doesn't know who he is or how he's gotten there. And anything and anyone who gets close to him dies. And at first you think it's a virus of some sort. You don't really, like, I mean, knowing the movie's called Radius, as a viewer, I was like, oh, okay, so it's anyone who's close to him dies. But he doesn't know that because he doesn't know the title of the movie, obviously. And he figures that out within the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie. And then in walks a woman that looks kind of like uh, Olivia, what's her name? 
Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. And uh, turns Charlotte Sullivan. Turn, She's a Canadian actress. Yeah. Turns out that she is the neutralizer to his sort of uh, death radius. And uh, if she, if they are close enough to one another, he, anything that comes into the radius will not die. And the movie is about them and the mystery behind this. And obviously, there's like tense moments where they're trying to keep together so that people don't die, but like people are trying to pull them apart because, you know, they're suspects and et cetera, et cetera. Where did this come from, Andrew? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was, uh, I think honestly, this was just, a, I was just poking around and I just saw like a lit, you know, we're getting oh. close to the end of the year and it was like uh, underrated movies from 2017. Right. And it was like really high up on the list. And I read like the first line, which basically was the synopsis. And then I didn't read anymore because it kind of t- said it was sort of like a mysterious movie. And I was like, okay, well, this sounds cool and it's underrated. Let's check it out with like as knowing as little as possible. Um, yeah, it was, it wasted no time though. Like I, no, you're right into like, it. Like, uh, I like that though. Yeah, it was cool. It was like, yeah, like sort of like he wakes up, he's on like the side of the, you know, yeah. side of the road kind of, and he's wandering and you know, he sees a car coming and goes away for help and the car just like almost runs him almost over Almost runs him over he runs out of the way and it just kind of rolls off the road harmlessly and just like comes to a stop and then he opens the door and the woman driving it is just dead in the car and you're just like whoa what the fuck and then a bird dies and then anyway i mean it, I, it's pretty straight well, i mean it's not there's a, there's a twist but like the yeah. movie itself is pretty straightforward and, and not a lot happens mm. You know, just yeah, I'm trying to deal with it. I'll say this. I think it was uh, an example of... I liked this movie. Yeah, sort like of movie? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Um, it, it. It made me feel... I wasn't as excited about it as I was when I first finished Coherence. Right. No, but, I, it, no. but it had that same vibe to me where I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Because it's like, you know, one of these things where it's very obviously an <clears throat> indie movie, but a lot of care has clearly gone into it and yeah. it doesn't feel, although it feels like they didn't have a massive budget, it doesn't feel cheap. Yeah. It you know? still has a crazy amount of polish. It's like b- pretty beautifully filmed. They, d- they, they could show Michael Bay how to properly use 360 degree or not even 360, but like, you know, a shot rotating around a character. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Bay always has like the guy, it's like Mark Wahlberg getting up and there's like dust and lens flares and the camera's like doing like a full yeah. 360 around him as he's looking at something. This had some... Usually with a noise like... Yeah. Boom. This had the, some way, it's like more subtle, but like, uh, for example, when you, when it fir- very early on in the movie, when it first dawns on him that maybe it's him, he goes outside, there's this crow making all this noise. And it, he's like looking at the crow and you can hear it off screen. And then the camera just kind of not yet yeah. in a slow way, just kind of while he's still standing there spins around until you can see what him looking at this crow. Yeah. Which I thought was just like, I noticed it, but it didn't like take me. I was just like, oh yes, that's how that should be done. Like it doesn't need to be this epic, like, you know, <clears throat> and, uh, but what's cool about it is that I think it's like a really good example of if you have a great concept and you don't, I mean, maybe the trailers did. I don't know. I didn't see trailers for this movie. I didn't hear anything about it. But yeah. like the concept was strong enough that even I would say that there was parts where the dialogue or the acting could have been, obviously could have been better, but I didn't even care. Cause like, I just was, 
it had basically my undivided attention just because I was curious to see where they would go with such a yeah like a concept I'd never seen really you know what I mean <clears throat> right, right, right. The, which is very similar to coherence like coherence I would say is maybe overall a better movie or at least I, I maybe I enjoyed it a little more but it felt like it had a bit more polish but it was the same thing I was just like oh fuck did and you that, like the end of this movie uh yes and no I think but weirdly I think the end was like the weakest part almost like it um I kind of feel like the movie did a good job of not being what's the word I'm looking for like pandering like it wasn't like there wasn't convenient things that happened Mm -hmm. you know like it was just like this is a situation which you know made it feel a lot like a lot of the other movie gems that we've liked where it was just like this is a thing that's happening and I kind of started to feel like it might not even get resolved like that the movie would end and it would end on a note where it was just like oh fuck like this is some crazy situation they're in right I thought I kind of thought that without giving too much away right I kind of thought that like maybe the neutralizing effect would end but he would still be have his radius and then like not know what to do yeah like that could have been interesting i also thought um there's a point where you see somebody following them yeah i thought that was going to be something something else than what happened but i I, like yeah i look i don't think it was bad but i just feel like it was kind of like a it felt at that point to me, the way the movie plays out, it felt shoehorned. Like they needed to like tie everything back together instead of just having it. it the, the attention diverted from it being about the it, the concept, the weird science fiction thing and how these people are going to figure it out to just being kind of about the people and like, right. You know, like the, 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 the it just, element it just felt of the, quick to me. Yeah. The yeah. element of the radius, which is sort of the, almost a character in the movie at the end, it's like, they kind of are just like, okay, but like, that doesn't really matter anymore. You know what I mean? Like it didn't really. Well, because how else is it? Yeah. But that, well, that's what I said. We just came up with like a, it maybe wouldn't have been as satisfying. Like it just felt like it was just sort of like, they were like, oh shit. Like we came up with this amazing concept. How do we wrap it up? And they came up with sort of like a kind of convoluted, sort of convenient, like. But it's also, I mean. It still ties together. I'm not saying it's weak. It's just like, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Given his situation, right? Like Mm. not knowing who you are and then. Yeah. Where they're both both their situations. Oh, not knowing who they are and then finding things out. It's just like yeah, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, that was cool. I just meant like yeah, I know what you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, but it, was, but it was good though. Like, don't let it take. I definitely yeah. would recommend this movie. Definitely it, check it out. It's good enough that we're trying not to spoil it for yeah, you. Yeah, and so. also like I, it made me like this direct. I think it was like a duo. Uh, I had looked it up. The directors like I yeah, um, written and directed by Caroline Labreche and Labreche. I don't know how to I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And Steve uh, Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited to see like their next project. I feel like when I see movies like this, I hope it's like an ex machina thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was even his first f- film. Did right. he see the guy that did monsters? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, like I'm excited to see, I hope that they get a little bit more attention maybe you know just a little bit more budget to add just that polish like it's just like encouraging to see original concept executed well and you know that it's like oh fuck if this person had the resources like they could do some really crazy shit you really need to see the movie i've i know that i've recommended it before sound of my voice the sound right. of my voice it's very similar in like feel and like everything if you like this movie you'd love sound of my voice because it just total mind fuck 
Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was... It's a crazy concept though, right? Like it's interesting that nobody's really... Like I even in comics, yeah. like they they kind of touch on like Rogue from X Men. You know, there's characters where it's like, you know, she can't touch. She's like devoid of the like human contact because if she touches somebody's skin, she like absorbs their memories and their right. powers if they're superhero, all that kind of shit. But like, it is a crazy question. Like, what if if you just like woke up from an accident and you, if anything, not just people, like if pets, if animals. If anything gets within 50 meters of you, yeah, it, it just like dies and with no explanation like that, like that is a great premise for a movie well, for a science fiction movie. You're just like, shit, that is a good question. Let's see how they answer it. Like it's okay. It's great. I think that's a good segue though, because you're talking about waking up and then mysteriously having a power. I think that that kind of ties into, are you got to love it? Oh, yeah. Marvel's The Inhumans, um, a TV show in which uh, these non-humans live on the moon in some sort of camouflaged base. The city of Adeline. Where when they come of age, they uh, get put into this chamber that bestows them uh, or I guess unlocks their genetic potential yeah. and, and bestows them whatever power that they were meant to have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then something happens where a bunch of them have to flee to Earth. That's essentially the story of yeah. the show. Um. Yeah. What did you think of the show? So again, as with all things superhero, I mean, it's Marvel. That was I was going to say, and things that are Marvel, it's always difficult for me because I love Marvel and I have read a f- quite a bit of. <laughs> Kiba doesn't love Marvel. Uh, anyway, I've read quite a bit of Inhumans, uh, and I and some major Marvel arcs that are about the Inhumans. Right. Um, so I tried to go into this. You know, I I remember when they when Marvel years ago uh, when Kevin Feige was like, um, <laughs> when Kevin Feige was like, okay, we're announcing the next like five years of Marvel movies, and yeah. Inhumans was like twenty twenty. I was like, sick. Then it was like, okay, we're not going to make an Inhumans movie anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, we're going to make an Inhumans TV show. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, Daredevil is good. And yeah. they're like, it's not going to be a Netflix show, though. And I was it's like, going to be on oh, ABC ooh. or something. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be on ABC. And I was like, uh, okay, all right. Well, I still force myself to watch S.H.I.E.L.D. because of its connections to the MCU. Um, it's sort of a guilty pleasure of mine. So, you know, maybe it won't be that bad. And they're like, no, we're going to do like the first episode, two episodes or whatever in IMAX or whatever that, you know, like, uh, okay, cool. That's a cool idea. It just seemed like it was fucking all over the place. I couldn't figure out what to do with it. Then they unveiled the first shot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I just was not feeling it. But all that being said, I did honestly try to go into this because I've had a lot of people kind of, you know rightfully challenging my hesitance to engage in a lot of Fox's Marvel. You know, like, I'm just like, I don't want to watch it. People are like, oh, but what if it's good? And I'm like, nah, fucking. Yeah. So I try to go in with, like, a clean slate, just like, okay, for, forget all of the shit you've read. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It, this, it was, it was, 
I feel like um, this particular type of hero story has just yeah. not, nobody can quite get it. The people that get it, like I feel like Chronicle is a great example of like a movie that has like powers that aren't easily explained. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, even even Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange is almost more about like magic than it, you know? Yeah. Some of some of Fox's X-Men movies, I think like there are elements that I really liked. It Like the way the first X-Men movie opens, I think is great. Like with Wolverine fighting in the cage match with Rogue and her boyfriend. Yeah. You know, there's parts in X2 that I like. There's even parts in X3 where I was like, okay, like they're, they're kind of getting part of it. And it, I felt the same with this whole, we watched the first episode, which is like an hour or like 45 minutes long. I watched like the first four or five. Yeah, I'll pro- I will probably keep. I will probably watch the rest just because I want to see where they go with yeah. it. But so I was really high last night, <laughs> and I, I couldn't sleep. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just keep watching this." Yeah, and I will say this, okay? It is not. It is not a good show by this by like the the current standards of like yeah of what a good show is television. Yeah, but it is essentially a mix of a DC CW show meets Hawaii Five O. I mean, that's essentially let's let's that okay. that's what it is. Okay, that's yeah. what it is, right? Like, just like a low budget, shitty version of people with powers uh, stuck on Hawaii. So the some of the like background actors are kind of like, you know, it's kind of slim pickings for like uh, whatever, like one liners or whatever. Yeah, you know, so just like oh, well, family brother or whatever. It's just like no, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know if your family immediately with this hooved man. Anyway, uh, so there's just like some weird shit going on. But I will say this: that didn't happen in the first episode, so I haven't seen that yet. Oh, but the hooved I can imagine the what it is. Guy is there yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but I will say this: as the show goes on, there's some like nuances in the show that uh, I find very, very interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty clear by the first episode that the Ramsey Bolton character, yeah, Maximus, uh, is the bad guy, and he, the Inhumans are the good guys. But yeah. as the show progresses, there's a lot of people. Um, so the the like Inhumans or whatever the main royal family gets sent to Earth, and uh, the Ramsey Bolton. I should okay. So we should mention that. He, this already is kind of an interesting concept, obviously from the comic book or whatever, but like mm-hmm. his inhuman ability made him like when he went into that chamber, he came out just as genetically as a human. So mm-hmm. his genetic modification turned him from an inhuman who have totally different genes than human beings mm-hmm. into a human being. That was his only power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's kind of jaded about that. You know, he can't Understandably, be, yeah. can't be the king, doesn't have any powers and is kind of shunned. And in the society, people without powers or with lesser powers end up working in the mines or like they have all the shitty jobs. Yeah. Essentially. It's very much like a monarchy and they don't have a lot of space. So they've kind of been forced to into, I mean, maybe not forced, but it, the way it's set up is they've kind of been forced into like a caste based right. system sort of society. It's yeah. So it's interesting because as he's overthrowing it, there are times where as the viewer, you're like, yeah, maybe the society's kind of fucked up though. Yeah. Right. But he's also doing really like he's not doing it in the right way. Yeah. He's obviously a bad guy. So you're like, oh, well, fuck that guy, too. But like these good guys don't seem that good. And what I really like is because like obviously we're having these questions about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the show doesn't I mean, they touch on it, but they don't really address it until a couple episodes in one of the people that Ramsey's, you know, whatever his name is, sends 
sends Maximus, one of the people that he sends to Earth to, to hunt them down, who has powers. You know, they they beat her up, or they don't beat her up, but they end up stopping her from like obviously killing them. And and the the king and queen are, are there, and they're like like why are you doing this? Like I thought you were loyal to the family and whatever. And she's just like, open your eyes, man. Yeah. Like you, you basically have slaves. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? You think yeah. that like everything's so great. Yeah. And that's really interesting, right? Yeah. As a concept. I mean, the execution is kind of poor. Yeah. But I, yeah, no, I'll honestly say like when I, I tried to like, again, just aesthetics aside. Yeah. I was like, there are some things that I find very interesting about the Inhumans as characters in the comics. And it's I, funny I do, that, go ahead. Sorry. I do think that they, um, they introduced elements of that. Obviously I haven't watched as far as you, but that is one of the things like in, in the comics, Maximus is not always particularly in some of the larger arcs. He's, I would put him more in a category like Loki where he's not, I, I mean, in the comics, having not right. watched a show yet where he, he, is kind of troubled and he's maybe not going about things the exact right way, but he, he seems to at least occasionally like his heart is in the right place. You know, like he, like he doesn't care about humans, but he cares about inhumans. Right. Insofar as he's like, yeah, like he, he might want to be King, but he's like, this is what I want to do. Why won't you listen to me? Right. You know, and everybody's just like, Oh, like, don't worry about it. He'll kind of stop at nothing to do it. Um, much the way that Loki behaves sort of in the first, you know, when in the first Avengers movie where he's just like, Oh, humans are like beneath us. Like, why do you care so much about them? You know? Right. Um, and one thing that I, that I'm kind of excited to see how it plays out. Like the, the, the main Royal family has a pretty interesting mix of characters. Um, like black bolt, who is the King of the inhumans. I've always thought, is a pretty interesting character in the books because like so essentially his power is his voice he is like the most powerful voice his voice is so powerful that he can't speak he can't even whisper if he whispers it could like level a house um and so he's this kind of stoic silent character that has to communicate using sign language and in other ways but i think they cast it pretty well by the way yeah i that's one of my points um but he uh Again, in the show, I don't know how far it goes. You see a flashback in the first episode about how he accidentally killed his parents when his power manifested after he went through the the sort of Terrigen ceremony. But there's like a lot of interesting... And Karnak is another interesting character who can basically... His ability allows him to figure out weaknesses. Like that's... In the comics, that's kind of how it's portrayed. Like he will immediately... In the show, it shows him as figuring out all the possible outcomes yeah. of a situation and then navigating his way to the best outcome. Exactly. But like it, when he fights, though, he can under... It's kind of like if you've seen Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of how Sherlock has those moments where he sees everything happening before it happens and then he just has to execute that. But there, anyway, there's some interesting characters there and i thought that the casting you know initially was kind of like eh because again the acting there's things that are just a little bit subpar but the casting was pretty good and i the main problem is immediately right when they get to earth medusa's hair is cut which is awesome by the way yeah i'll say this karnak falls off of a mountain hits his head and just doesn't have powers anymore i didn't get that far the hooved guy none of that has happened stranded in the middle of nowhere and uh, obviously, what's his name can't speak. Black yeah. Bolt can't speak. So, so like, they're all separated and they all are without their abilities. Yeah. Yeah. So Medusa, that was the other thing I was going to say. 
there's one thing that I really did not like and one thing I really liked. Uh, Medusa as a character, she's like the queen of the Inhumans. Her power, she has this like, uh, in the comics, they always draw it like in, you know, it's like past floor length. It's like this huge, this bright red hair, but she can control it. It's like prehensile hair. Like yeah. she can use it as basically as a weapon or just as like a tool. Um, and like Koji said, when the coup is sort of happening, which is sort of what kicks the series off, she has her hair cut off. She's like shorn. So she does, she has no ability basically, which I think is awesome. Is real, I'm sure that's happened at the comics at some point, but I was like, oh fuck, this intense. But what completely undermined the intensity and the gravity of that situation was instead of using like some sort of like sword or a knife or just anything, they use this like totally normal earth looking like beard trimmer yeah 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 and there's like this epic music in slow motion she's like crying the like guards are holding her back and like her hair is falling down and then there's this you know like the guy that's overthrowing the kingdom is like standing behind her and it's like this really like you're like oh fuck like the this is intense like this is not good and like but it's just like this like click just like this like really yeah nothing about it was like it just felt so cheesy when I was watching that. I was like, guys, just use a knife or something. Like, what? Like, well, so don't make it like a neat, you know, like, just like it should be. That's uh, the whole show, essentially, is yeah. it just feels cheesy. Yeah, it's is just the problem. there's too much cheese. Although there, there's a couple funny bits. Like, I, I thought it had more of a sense of humor than I was expecting. And just, even though the liner, the one liners don't always hit, a few of them, uh, you know, I kind of chuckled at. Like, Karnak, just, Karnak is a pretty funny character just in that his power kind of gets in the way of him living life living life because yeah. he looks at every scenario and situation and breaks it breaks it down just wait until they bring in mortis great it's like fucking what are you doing yeah what are you he's a like cracking wise the, he's the, it's the supposed one. to be this like dark scary villain mm -hmm. and the entire time he's like hey what's up guys <laughs> <laughs> like you know so one thing i am kind of interested about i didn't watch agent carter but i have watched I haven't watched the most recent season, the Ghost Rider season of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I've watched S.H.I.E.L.D., like the first three seasons, where they introduced the Inhumans in S.H.I.E.L.D., which I think is why they were like, okay, we're not going to do the movie anymore, and they kind of changed direction a little bit. I don't know if it happens in this series, but I'm interested to see if they... If do they crossovers? Can, if they do crossover, or if just not even a crossover, but like it almost seems like if they don't make more Inhumans show... Like episodes, I don't know what the future of Inhumans is. If they just bring them into Shield, or if because like by season three of Shield, there are enough Inhumans that Shield could have been in the Inhumans. Like it doesn't have those main characters, but it's like Shield is dealing with the Terrigen Mist turning people into Inhumans, and like three of the members of the team are Inhumans, and they just keep introducing all these Inhumans, and it right. was like. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's kind of like an X-Men TV show sort of at this point because the Inhumans and the X-Men have a lot of things in common. But anyway, there was, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't love it, but I, I liked it. So I, what's your favorite Marvel TV show? Including Netflix? Yeah. Um, you excited for Barenthal's Punisher, by the way? Very excited. Comes out on my birthday. Uh that's this Friday. That's coming up this Friday. Yeah, maybe I'll power through it in a day like I did everything else. 
Yeah, I'm very excited for Punisher. I would say probably Jessica Jones or Daredevil. Yeah, Jessica Jones is my favorite. Probably, it's like almost, it depends on how I'm feeling that day, but Jessica Jones, the thing that was cool about Jessica Jones that I think they really nailed was like this, like it felt more B-level or even C-level hero. Like there's so much acknowledging of like everything else that's happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like these people are not on that. In the villain, the interesting thing about the villain is that he could take over the world. You know, like his power is insane. Yeah. But like he is the type of person he is. It was like an interesting character study to see somebody that was very fucked up, but like his vision, he didn't have like delusions. He had delusions, but he doesn't have like, he's not Dr. Doom, you know? He's just like, I just want to like do what I want and like live a good life. I don't want to fucking deal with like taking over the world, even though he could, Yeah. which I thought was amazing. And it really made it like, about the you know it was great about the characters and I, daredevil i think they've done a good job with as but well. i liked jessica jones especially because and i think that's where the inhuman suffers the most mm-hmm. is that jessica jones is about essentially about two characters that have abilities living in the regular world but it's not i mean it's kind of about their abilities sort of but it's really about them the totally. two of them yeah right her, and, the, and the backdrop it isn't like there's not like some shadowy organization the hand like fucking i mean there that is kind of there but it's not really there mm-hmm. right it's just about the, this interplay between these two superheroes living amongst human beings yeah and right? and it's great because even in defenders like her i mean she kind of uses her strength a little bit but like in the jessica jones she just uses it to like jump up onto a fire escape to like take pictures of somebody having an affair or like, you know, to twist off a door. Like, yeah, it's, it's there for, it's not the focus. It's, it's not like the utility. focus, but it's used logically and it's yeah. used almost for comedic effect sometimes. And you're just like, Oh, that's funny. Like imagine in a world of superheroes, just having a power, but like, it just wasn't that great. You know? Yeah. I like, I, I still probably one of the most memorable conversations in all of the Marvel shows is when she and Luke Cage first meet up and they discover that they both have these abilities and they're talking about them. Like, I think it's almost strange that Marvel hasn't for all of the teaming up that's they've done and the, all of the groundwork they've laid. There's, there's rarely scenes where the characters are kind of like coming to grips with what they can all do, you know, like mm-hmm. the Avengers, there's lots of really chummy scenes that are great, but like nobody ever is like Thor, you can fucking like fly in space you know like you could do all this crazy shit yeah. and it was just really funny seeing two people like he's just like so how strong are you you stop a moving car she's just like yeah like a slow moving car and just like that back and forth i was just like this is great because yeah. that's what i would do if i was in a situation where i had powers where i couldn't like you know stop a plane from falling out of the sky but i found somebody else that had powers i'd be like yo so like how you know like where are you at like what what can you do man it's, yeah it's cool it's like curiosity there anyway um, I'll probably watch the rest of the episodes. There's only eight episodes, you know, I'll probably do it. Do you think it'll get renewed? No idea. I feel like it tanked, but I have not read anything. That's just my feeling. Cause there was this huge well, epic buildup. They're like putting my, they're like, Oh, we're going to do, do this IMAX thing. And then like, I haven't heard anything about it. Everyone basically, I think it's another one of those situations where enough people at first said, Oh, this is bad. And then they just assumed everyone else just assumed like, oh yeah, this is bad, right? Like I was at a party and our our buddies like John and and um, and he who shall not be named and we were all talking about this show, right? And they're just like, oh yeah, fucking terrible, probably. And like, have either of you guys seen it? Like, no, 
no, I don't want to watch that. Like, how do you know though? You know? Yeah. And it, it is bad. Yeah. But it's not like you're mad. I, I like it better than Agents of Shield. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I also have a weakness for Hawaii, but like that. Did you see any of the Ghost Rider Agents of Shield? No. I've only watched the first it's two seasons, pretty maybe. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, L- man. Like, you know, maybe a little while after what's his name defects. Oh, yeah. That gets crazy. His, <laughs> his, 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 spoiler alert, his dead body gets reanimated by a, uh, like alien being and it's fucking crazy <laughs> you're just like whoa this is some buffy the vampire shit right here buffy the vampire slayer this is w- weird as fuck but anyway yeah no, uh, it was okay it was okay yeah i check it out i guess and see what you feel but uh you know it wasn't i would say watch at least a couple episodes before you make up your mind i like when the guys called the moon rover a baby car in the first episode. Oh, yeah. He, like, smashes it, and they're like, what is this? And he's like, whoa, with the baby car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty good. Mm. Um, so what are your suggestions this week? Have you any? I don't know, man. Me either. I'm trying to think. I could, of... I could recommend an, uh, some music. Okay. Uh, do I want to recommend music? Yeah, I'll recommend I'll recommend music. Um, I don't remember what I've recommended. Have I recommended the new Fever Ray? Fuck, I can never remember what I've recommended. What's Fever Ray? Okay, then I haven't. <laughs> Fever Ray is like one half of the, uh, I believe, Swedish band, The Knife. Um, anyway, it's like a weird, I don't even know. People that are fans of The Knife are... I feel like pretty rabid fans of the knife. Yeah, they're Swedish. They're kind of like dark electronic pop, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Lots of it is, I feel, sort of Bjorkish, kind of, and with some of the further out there, maybe Radiohead songs. I don't know. It's like a, it's kind of hard to peg down. Anyway, uh, they're a brother and sister duo, and the sister has a solo project called Fever Ray. Um, and she just kind of surprise, at least to me, it was a surprise on all of the music sites. It was a surprise released the new full length album, I guess a week ago, Mm -hmm. maybe two weeks ago. Um, I don't know, man. It's like, it's one of those things that I think is like different enough that it kind of gets its hooks in you. Like if you listen to a lot of music and you're kind of tired of the same old thing, I think it's definitely worth checking out. It's. It's very interesting. There's a lot to unpack. I'm not even going to try to unpack it lyrically or, you know, really in any regard in the space of time we have here, other than to say maybe we could queue up a song and just like go check it out. Um, The new album is called. Uh, What is it called? I I don't know. I've never heard of any of the things that you just said. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Here, you do your recommendation while I look up the album name so that people know. All right. So my recommendation is... Oh, what was it? In 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 all of this hubbub, I've... Uh, oh. Oh, it's called Plunge. I feel like a lot of people... This isn't like it's a hidden a gem. really crazy cover. It's like... Oh, whoa. Yeah, that is bizarre. Yeah. This is not a hidden gem. 
but I feel like maybe some people don't know that it's available. So I'm going to highly recommend it because I've watched a couple and I, I obviously love this shit. So uh, Blue Planet 2. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing until very recently, like a couple right. days ago. I didn't know that there was like a... So I think when I came over here, you guys were watching it. Yeah. So I'm just letting everyone else know. Um, Planet Earth 2 got all the hype. Yeah. Blue Planet 2 is uh, out now and definitely worth checking out. You know, it's a another Edinburgh classic documentary so bbc I, man there's not much to say much, not much more to say about it if you are familiar with any of the you know planet earth life frozen planet blue planet any whatever uh blue planet too there's some bizarre shit that goes down deep sea you know what i saw today mm. i saw bun's life sticker nice bunslife.com bunslife.com um yeah uh trade all your shit for shit Trade the shit you don't want for shit that you do want at buns.com. That's B-U-N-Z.com or on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store. Um, Elise, uh, a little while ago, her favorite Buns trade, she traded a bottle of tequila and got in return a DW watch. Whoa. Yeah. What? Daniel Wellington watch for a single bottle of tequila. So get on that buns.com next week. Mm. You got to love it. Is going to be. You ready for this? I'm ready. The Emoji Movie. Oh Christ! Yeah, good. I mean, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. And Why the, not? The Hidden Gem. Ooh, that came out of left field. You yeah. didn't tell me we were gonna do that. Did somebody recommend that? The Hidden Gem. The Big Sick. Okay, cool. We're excited we're, for that. We're That'll doing a, a silic- all Silicon Valley <laughs> alum. Yeah, that's a episode. Oh my God. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. You good? Get, get stoked on it. All right. Let's eat this barbecue. Peace. <laughs>